2: friends, welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to episode two. We're super excited to have you guys back here. But we also wanted to start off by saying thank you guys so much for your support on the first episode. We are really, really excited from getting all the feedback from you guys.
0: Yeah, it. we were both honestly kind of nervous last week and we didn't know how people would react. I was especially nervous because I talk about, you know, really serious things and normally I'm here to tell people a story or teach about something and I didn't know if people would just want to hear a more laid back opinion type conversational podcast and it sounds like that's exactly what you guys wanted. So we're so excited and the feedback has just been so encouraging and has made us so excited to be back here again today.
2: Yeah. I'm honestly shook. Like, I I mean, I think we were pretty like confident that we would produce something good, but I did not. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully, (laughs) but I did not expect to get the amazing feedback that we did. So seriously, thank you guys. Anyone who left a review on iTunes already, like that's Mm -hmm. insane. Thank you so much for that. And that really helps. Yeah. So just we just wanted to thank you guys and just all the support for Janelle was awesome. Yeah. I know
0: so many of you are just starting to get to know her, and her just having so many people that are like, "I'm here for you," yeah. and you know they they love you. Yeah. They love hearing what you have to say. So it's awesome. That was really sweet. They get you guys. more of you
2: now. Thanks, guys. Love Very you sweet. too. So yeah, we just wanted to kind of thank you guys for that and take a moment to talk about that, but we do um have a pretty exciting topic for you guys today. Yes, we asked you guys last week what types of topics you guys would like to see
0: on the show, and overwhelmingly the most requested is astrology. Mm-hmm. So, we want to do several episodes on astrology over our, you know, podcast, but we wanted to start today with just going over our own birth charts because we thought about how can we like have people get to know us better in a more personal way. Yeah, what better way than to go over our birth charts and say what we think? Yeah, that's pretty personal. So. Absolutely,
2: we are by no means experts in astrology, though. We should no. probably just kind we're of. We're not astrologists. <laughs> yeah, we're not astrologists. We are astrology enthusiasts, enthusiasts exactly. and consumers. One hundred percent astrology content. Yes, but everything we know, we've yes. you know learned from books and the internet and other stuff. People. So yeah, other I've people, had
0: tons of charts done for me I've had seen several different interpretations of my chart and I always learn something new I feel like astrology is one of those things that unless you really have classically trained in it for years and years and years then there's always something new to learn absolutely it's incredibly complicated it's so. almost
2: like an art form in a way like people are like oh is it like a religion and i don't think it's a religion as much as it's almost kind of like an, a form of art or like a mm-hmm. language it's kind of like you either you know you speak the language or you appreciate the art or you mm-hmm. you know you may not and it's kind exactly. of up up for you know whoever interprets it the way they do so
0: yeah and i think it's really for me it's an understanding of the universe being in harmony with us as souls if yeah. that makes sense and <laughs> like understanding the impact that our entire universe and the energies in it have on us absolutely and i know not everyone you know believes in that or sees it that way but hopefully you can you know just be entertained by this episode whether you personally believe in astrology or not And learn some things about us because not everything we're talking about today is astrology. We're going to be talking about real characteristics about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun. And if you don't know anything about astrology, it might be kind of interesting for you to pull up your own birth chart and go along with us. We will leave some helpful links if you're watching on YouTube in the description box.
2: Yeah. So if you want to go in those, it's really easy to enter your information and then you can get your own chart and kind of follow along with us if you want. Yeah, definitely. Um, but first, we do have some spicy updates from our topics last week. Spicy. That's right, Hail. folks. <laughs> We're very excited about this. Uh, first on the topic list, Jacques Who?
0: He's back He's again back. for more. He's back for more. So, last week we talked about Jake Paul being raided by the FBI, and we kind of speculated on what it could possibly be about based on interviews that have come out with Jake Paul's ex manager, uh, whose name is Adam, Adam Quinn. Mm-hmm. He talked about this guy named Armani Azadi that Jake Paul hangs around with, who has been up in some criminal shit, mm-hmm. uh, according to this guy, Adam Quinn. And we kind of talked about how it's likely that the FBI did the raid. Because of Jake's friend, that they may not necessarily have been going after Jake. You know, there's a lot of people in that house, and this guy, Armani, is a pretty sketchy dude. Right. So Adam said that that's probably what it is. And that makes sense to us. So that's what we were kind of speculating. Um, and there were some updates to that since the last episode that we pinned in a comment. If yeah. you didn't see it.
2: Yeah. We pinned a comment. And basically what had happened since we recorded, I think it happened like right after we finished recording, yeah. honestly. Like an hour after. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. But <laughs> um, basically what happened is Adam Jake Paul's former manager ended up going on an interview, and um, he also brought along this woman named Chloe Spence. And basically, um, Adam talked about how he knows hundreds of girls and young women who have been sexually assaulted by Armand or Armani, or whatever he goes by. Yeah, I think he goes by Armani, Armani. but his name is Armand. Arman. And then, uh, Chloe, the other girl that was, um, on the interview stated that she was sexually assaulted by him inside of the team 10 house. I guess what happened is Armand actually invited her over to the team 10 house to discuss, um, possibly being signed by the, you know, the team 10 company as a model or influencer Mm -hmm. or whatever. Cause I think a lot of young, um, you know, men and women are trying to get into this world and what a better way than being signed to team 10. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, Chloe was at the house talking to Armand, and then apparently things started going south, and he kind of started, you know, trying to put the moves on her, and she made it very clear that this was not something that she was consenting, and Mm -hmm. she wanted nothing to do with that, and unfortunately ended up in her being sexually assaulted, Um, and then she actually went to the police and filed a police report. So Mm -hmm. she's working with uh, law enforcement right now, but... Really, really scary and serious stuff she and also went to the
0: hospital so yes, she has that evidence as well
2: absolutely yeah she got a uh, rape kit done and so yeah I, d- I don't know what's to come of that but i guess it's really the scary part about it you know not only that but also the fact that adam says that he knows hundreds of other you know mm-hmm. girls and women that this has happened to
0: he literally said hundreds and they you know clarified you really mean that hundreds and he was like yes over a yeah. hundred girls i know of have been possibly assaulted in that house in the team 10 house and for those of you who don't know what team 10 is yeah. it's like i don't even know i don't even know if it's really a thing anymore it's a f- big thing a few years ago but it's it was kind of like the first influencer house there's these houses now in california where a bunch of influencers will live together whether they're tiktokers or youtubers and they'll make like a squad mm-hmm,
2: exactly it's like kind of like, kinda kinda like a team they all live together and they're all like working together Are We like a mile
0: higher team over here hell yeah yeah, That's what we should call
2: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I guess I'm—I don't know if Armand like lives in the house. I think with he him.
0: does, and he's his manager so. now. um Which Adam claims that he told Jake, "You need to get this guy out of here. He's a criminal, yeah. or else I'm leaving." And then Jake refused, and Adam ended up quitting because of that. Right. So the update this week is that Jake Paul has put out his own statement about all of this and everyone wondering about this FBI raid, because this was a big deal. I mean, we put in pictures and video last week. They had, what, like, it looked like 10, 20 people coming yeah. up on a We small said tank last army, week. But yeah, it was
2: not a tank, <laughs> no. sorry. It was just a bunch <laughs> of trucks. <laughs> Can you imagine a tank? <laughs> a tank. But it was like, everyone was like, oh, it's a small army, and it's kind of true. It, was it a really lot was. Of
0: they, were like all stand- they were, like, all dressed, decked out, and Mm-mm. bringing guns out. So clearly something's going on, and we're all like, what is it? But then he said this.
1: Just to clarify things and set the record straight, the FBI raid is entirely related to the Arizona looting situation that had happened and it is an investigation. There are rumors about it having to do with so many other things that have nothing to do with me or my character and the shit that people are making up is absolutely absurd. But with that being said, when I become aware of someone around me who is doing malicious things they are immediately cut out of my life. I don't put up with bullshit. I don't surround myself with bad people. And if someone does something bad, they will be removed from my life. My goal right now is to continue to focus on myself, boxing, music. The fight got moved from September 12th to November 28th. I couldn't be more determined and ready for that fight. It's gonna be one of the biggest moments of my life. I wanna say thank you to all the fans who have been sticking by my side through all of these crazy times. And I'm gonna continue to update you guys and be here and just doing me. So I love you guys, peace.
0: So, yeah, he's basically saying it all goes back to that event in Arizona, which we talked about last week as well. During the BLM protest, Jake was caught looting at a mall in Scottsdale. Yeah. And what's so strange about it, though, is the police there came out and said that that was dropped.
2: Right. Months ago. Exactly. So why would the FBI be raiding your house? I don't believe I don't believe it
0: either. Like 10 to 20 guys coming up to your house for looting for looting. And it, I remember he was just holding like a vodka bottle right. or something. Like it was, it's nothing. It wasn't like he looted an entire store. He didn't even go. It's like he stole a a vodka bottle from a P.F. Chang's, I yeah. believe.
2: It wasn't great, obviously, but I don't think no. it was anything... To be rated over so no months
0: later if that's how long it's taking them to process something like that I'm very concerned he's lying I think he's lying too why are
2: you always
0: lying <laughs> pool's always <laughs> lying but anyway we'll keep you guys updated on that story we'll see where it goes
2: yeah I'm sure more will come out because I don't know I feel like he's always doing up to something or in the news or whatever
0: yep definitely anyway also we have an update on the Ellen DeGeneres situation perfect
2: or should we say degenerate degenerate (laughs) that's what she's being called (laughs)
0: it's really funny honestly
2: yeah so obviously last week we talked about um a lot of heat that she's getting for being really rude to employees and having a toxic work environment also some racism and sexual assault allegations are being thrown at her Um, not her not clarify yeah sorry
0: people in the show yeah people in the show but
2: they are accusing her of not doing anything Mm -hmm, about it and mm -hmm. when people have talked to her about it she's you know quote too busy or you know i can't control everyone but i can't keep eyes on everyone what everyone's doing Mm -hmm. type of thing so instead of being like oh my god that's not okay we need to fix it immediately and i think she's kind of trying to deflect anyways so there's been some more details some spicy details about what's been going on um, there's some reports from BuzzFeed and Rogue Rocket um, of a woman specifically coming forward and telling them that one of the writers of the show said, quote, I'm sorry, I only know the names of white people who work here. And this woman was a black woman and Yikes. cringe. One of the writers saying that? Yeah. Like, Which, of course, that can't be verified. No. But I mean, a lot know, of this can't be verified. Why would people say that? Right. You know? Exactly. Why would you make that up? I don't I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, another person uh, I guess, who was an employee, had to request time off after getting in a car accident and having two family deaths within the same year. And they claim that it uh, each request was a real big battle with supervisors and HR. This is the Ellen show. Right. They make so much money, much, so much money. So much money. <laughs> they have so many people working for, you know, that show. And you're like being stingy with time off. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, well, another person had to take a month of medical leave to go to a mental health facility after a suicide attempt. And when the employee returned to work, they learned their position was being eliminated. That's terrible.
0: Is that a coincidence or? I was going to say, I I mean, it's possible that they were seeing other issues or they didn't want the stigma of someone who's depressed. I mean, who knows? (laughs) Um, But they totally could have been targeted because of what they were going through in their life.
2: Yeah, exactly. People have said that, you know, the the whole be kind to other people, that they've said that that's total bullshit and only happens when cameras are on. It's all for show. That's so crazy. I know. I wonder if the culture started out that way. I mean, think about this
0: show's been on a really, really long time. What year did Ellen come out?
2: I I think it was like 2004.
0: Uh, 2003.
2: 2003.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's been on a long time. Holy shit, I did not
2: know that. Wow.
0: And like I was saying last week, I really feel that the vibe on the show even changed as a viewer. It's just become, I don't know, just, it feels a little... Forced almost? Forced and awkward, and I don't leave feeling as good anymore. It's just, it's like all about money and sponsors and Mm. playing old clips. I mean, you would know if
2: anyone, because you've been watching it for a while. Yeah, I really have, (laughs) and I've stopped
0: watching it. Damn. That's how bad it's gotten. I haven't watched, I didn't watch it at all. After quarantine happened and all the shows were doing that, because I love daytime TV shows. (laughs) It's kind of embarrassing, but I grew up like watching a lot of news and talk shows. It's just very comforting to me. So I used to watch that and The View every day. And um, I sometimes used to watch Dr. Phil even. I don't watch any (laughs) of that stuff anymore, though. It's since quarantine, they're all filming at home and it's it's quite different. shit's gotten really bad.
2: Yeah. Well, there's more stuff. Um, Another former black employee mentioned that a producer said to her and then another black employee, quote, oh, wow, you both have box braids. I hope we don't get you confused. That is super cringe. Like, what the hell kind of cringe shit is that? Oh, you both have blonde hair. Hope we don't get you confused. Yeah, they would never say that to two blonde girls, right? That is so terrible.
0: That really is. Ugh,
2: blatant racism. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. That same employee also claimed that an executive producer reprimanded her for bringing up issues about race and representation and for asking for a raise because a newer person with the same job as her was making twice as much. But she had been working there way less than this woman did. So messed. And up. then after this, she never returned to set. Wow. So again, what happened? Did she leave? Did she get fired? Oh, it's terrible. And then one of the things that I figured out was remember how we were talking about when COVID started, a lot of the crew got like mm-hmm. 60% pay cut and everything. Well, I guess they also ended up hiring an outside crew instead of her normal crew when she started filming at home.
0: Oh wow. So like why would Completely you not use your normal
2: crew? If you And then some of them were even furloughed. Huh. I wonder if that was
0: so they could control it more? I don't know. I have no idea.
2: That seems like it would be more difficult to have a whole new group of people running your show. And meanwhile, some of your other employees are either getting cut by 60% or just totally got furloughed. Yep. Wow. It's it's really bad. Um, Other people have said that they were told never to look Ellen in the eyes or speak to her directly. (laughs) Which (laughs) I feel like a lot of people say that that's what celebrities do, which... Yeah, there's rumors about
0: other celebrities doing that, too. Yeah, I don't There's know. all kinds of rumors out there. I mean, you never really know with this stuff, right? right? It is like, this isn't facts we're talking about here. This is people. When there's enough people saying something, though, you have to take it seriously, right? Mm, exactly.
2: But I don't know. Look her in the eyes. Yeah, I can't look her in the eyes. I oh. guess, like, especially if you're you know whatever you want to call it lower on the totem pole in your employee list yeah (laughs) oh you're an intern don't dare look me in the eyes that would be insane (laughs) i know could she have possibly gotten an ego like that though maybe and then she's all like be nice to people i know be kind (laughs) to one another don't don't look me in the the eyes eyes, though (laughs) (laughs) ah cringe well um the co-host of my favorite murder podcast karen kilgraf do you know how to say the last name
0: i don't know i don't actually watch that show I don't. Karen Kilgariff. Kilgariff. She,
2: Kilgariff. <laughs> anyway, she's the co-host, but she was also the head writer for the Ellen show um, for a while. But she, um, I guess, was fired for not crossing the picket lines back when they were having the writer strike,
1: which wow.
2: is really crazy to think about, honestly, that the writer for it was completely fired because of that. Um, Another comedian named Brad Garrett spoke that he knows more than one person who was treated horribly by her. He tweeted about it and said that there were it's pretty common knowledge that she's mean to other people, which I've heard this rumor for a really long time that Mm -hmm. she's not really that nice. Yep. Crazy. And then when he said this, um, Leah Thompson, who was actually from Back to the Future, backed his claim up and was like, yeah, it's a true story. She's mean. So it's not looking good for her. <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's all the updates I've found on her, but I'm I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if
0: there's more. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how people actually react when the show's back on or if it changes or if they cut the years back for how many more she's mm-hmm. gonna do. Like how big is this?
2: When is it supposed to start up again? Do you know? It like normally September? starts in
0: September, yeah, around the time school starts.
2: Jeez. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And she's coming back at home or in studio. I think she's coming back at home. I mean, it's not I I know most
0: shows are still doing, yeah, at home stuff because mm. I mean, there's so many people that go in behind the scenes for a production. Oh, yeah, and we can't not be close to each other. So it's yeah. pretty dangerous. I wonder how long it's gonna be like this. You know, it's so interesting. Like we were talking about how a few months ago when all of this started, we were like, Hmm, I wonder if it'll be all done by J- July. Some people are saying July. July. Oh my God. Like, no, no.
2: That's yeah, crazy.
0: <laughs> no. And that we'd be really lucky if it all ended by July. July. <laughs> that would have been yeah, nice. That would have been
2: real nice. Now I'm like, God, will it be over by a year from now?
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, that's legitimately what we're looking at, but. Anyway, super spicy,
2: super spicy.
0: Let us know what you guys think, though. Um, there was a lot of comments about Ellen last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like most of you guys are on the same page that you get some sketch vibes from her and you're not surprised by all of this. But at the same time, you're kind of bummed because, you know, she was a really good role model for a lot of people and really has helped in the LGBT com- community. Yeah. So, uh, you know,
2: and I think that even though she is perhaps seen this way now i think it's you know doesn't discount the work that she has done for Mm -hmm. the lgbtq community specifically Mm -hmm. i mean she really was a trailblazer and she she lost her job and was you know basically back then was like canceled really yeah she really was cancel culture was even really a thing oh people
0: said horrible things to her publicly it was really bad absolutely Uh. so
2: i mean she is i think really inspirational in a lot of ways but i don't know i wonder if she'll address it
0: like when the show starts again will she be like you know we've gotten a lot of bad press recently and there's a lot of rumors Mm -hmm. and she i mean the best thing you can do i think in these situations is just own up and say you know i may may have been rude to people and you know i wasn't monitoring enough what's happening in my show and if she doesn't do that then i'm gonna lose a lot of respect for her which i already have lost a lot just by all of these stories
2: yeah. But then I'm, I'm like, will she really do that? Because does she want to start off her like her season yeah. on that note? Or
0: and it brings in all these other people that didn't even know about it. You know, oh, the people yeah. that aren't really watching the gossip or the, you know, aren't on the Internet. Right, and they're just right, waiting right. for Ellen, Ellen to yeah. start. And, and then they're, they're like, like oh, wait.
2: sorry that we were being accused of being <laughs> racist assholes. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't know. I don't know which which route they're going to take. It'll be interesting to see. Mm.
2: I don't know people. Well, that's all we got for Ellen. Let's go ahead and jump into some astrology. Yes.
0: All right. So, I'm going to explain this as if most of you are completely new to astrology and don't even know what some of this stuff is and really explain this very basic the way I would have needed it when I first learned about astrology because mm-hmm. it's it can get very complicated and I don't want to like talk over anyone's head, you know. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, yeah, if you don't even understand then it's like why is this interesting? <laughs> (laughs) You want to understand it first. So basically
0: astrology is a measurement of your personality based on where you were born in the world in relativity to the rest of the planets and the celestial bodies. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, totally. I think that's a great way to put it.
0: A birth chart is a circle and you are the center of the circle. So it shows where everything else was At the time you were born, the circle is split up into 12 sections, 12 sections of the pie, one for each zodiac sign. Each zodiac sign is paired with an element Mm -hmm. and there are four elements total and there are three zodiac signs per element. If we say someone is a water sign, that means they are either a Cancer, a Pisces or a Scorpio. Fire signs are Leo, Aries and Sagittarius. Air signs are Aquarius, Gemini and Libra and earth signs are Taurus, Capricorn and Virgo.
2: And they all kind of alternate down, you know, the calendar if you will. Yes. It goes fire, earth, air, water. Fire, yep. earth, air, water and just kind of repeats itself. Exactly. So it starts with fire, which is Aries, that's the first sign of the Zodiac and then it goes all the way through fire, earth, air, water, over and over again until it gets to Pisces, which is the last one. Yes. Astrology is obviously a really
0: complex thing. Today we're just going to be looking at our birth charts, but you can look at astrology based on the day, what's going to happen or what kind of energy you're dealing with. You can look at past time periods. You can look at other people's charts, synastry. There's so many different things and paths to look down with astrology. Today, we are looking at our personal portrait is what it's sometimes called, Mm -hmm. Um, just at ourselves and descriptions of ourselves. So we've gotten, I have gotten my birth chart done um, several times. So I have heard many different kind of versions of it. And we're going to be looking at, there is this app, it's called CoStar. Some people don't like CoStar and I don't use it for daily readings and horoscopes. A lot of people don't like it for that, Interesting, but it is actually a good app for very quick descriptions of your birth chart. Sure. And it explains it very simply. It's, it's a good place for people to start, to start. I think. Yeah. Uh, Cause just the way that it breaks it down. So I'm going to read some of those um, as we go through this because it's just simple and yeah. you know, put in a way that's very understandable. Yeah, for sure. However, I really recommend the website Astro dynast. I will link it below. That's a good one. And then we also both recommend this book, yes. The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need by Joanna Martine Wolfrock.
2: It's so good. I'll link it below and get it on Amazon for not that expensive. And it really does break it down in it such does. an easy way to understand. This is the first book I opened when I yes. basically knew nothing about astrology, and it's taught me a ton.
0: I know. Yeah, I've had this book now for like seven years, and it's all highlighted it's from so when I first good. got it. Oh, I love that book. I love, I love so this much. book. It's so, excellent. If
2: you're kind of you know, lost and don't really know where to start because it's really complicated and Mm -hmm. there's so many different books and videos. And it's like, how do you, you know, it's kind of scary how to even start consuming the info. Right. So if you're kind of looking for a place to start, that's the book I recommend Mm -hmm. getting.
0: Definitely. Or one of these apps for sure. Yes. You know, a lot of them are free.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: going into our own birth charts, let's start a little bit. The first thing that you look at when you look at a birth chart is someone's sun sign. This is what you normally hear when someone says, I'm a this, I'm a that, or Mm -hmm. you're a this, you're a that. Um, That is what they're referring to. But that's a very small part of the picture of who you are (laughs) because- if we were just our sun signs, there would be 12, 12 personality people, types. And that's
2: not possible. There's yeah, 7 billion of us.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> it's it's so much more complicated than that.
2: And I feel like that's also, side note, that's also part of the reason why astrology gets kind of a bad rep because it's like, really, I'm a Pisces and you're a Pisces oh, and yeah. we're the exact same person. I don't yeah. like the same thing you like. Exactly. It's like it's so much more complicated than that. It's really complex. And just because you're the same sign does not mean you like the same things or no. are the same person by no, any no, means. No, no, no.
0: Uh, there's so much to it. And your your chart, I mean, you know, astrologists factor in nature and nurture as well. Yes. Um, it's not like you're completely predetermined. It's not as rigid as people think. Yeah, And I think a lot of people, the reason they are just a little apprehensive about it is because their introduction to astrology was probably like 17 magazines. What's going to happen to you this month? Like totally on the fifth, you will have bad luck. Right, and watch right, right. out on the 17th. You might like get promoted, <laughs> you know, it's like so stupid. Makes no sense. It's like, Oh yeah, that's going to happen to every Leo out there. Right. This year. Exactly. Okay. Um, so obviously that stuff is, that's not astrology. That's no. not true. That's not true astrology. So I, I think a lot of people have just had kind of a bad experience with it and yeah. are just like, this doesn't fit. This is ridiculous. Yeah.
2: And on, I understand that. Yeah, on the surface, it does seem, like, really stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. before I got into it, I remember being like, what the hell? Like, okay, yeah. okay, I guess I'm a Leo, whatever that means. Yeah,
0: I remember, like, telling you about it. And, yeah, you were a little like, hmm. <laughs> Especially about your moon, you were like, what? It's
2: I like, was like, I don't know. So Yeah,
0: and it's like, it does take time to understand your chart and how to interpret it. And, you know, because sometimes people will have elements that don't fit them super well. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's not you know, other people see you differently than you see yourself and you are able to change in your life. And you might think you're completely one way now. And in 40 years from now, you might be like, wow, I do fit this like pretty well. Yeah, definitely. So your sun sign, your sun sign determines your ego identity and your role in life. This is a big chunk of your personality. It definitely is something that you can tell by, you know, when you get kind of more used to the signs, you really start seeing someone's, you know, sun sign and you can tell what they are for sure. So my sun sign is Taurus. I'm a very strong Taurus because my moon is also Taurus. And we'll jump into that in a second. Um, But it means that I am fundamentally stable, deliberate, practical, and somewhat stubborn. Josh would say uh, a whole lot stubborn there. (laughs) I mean, I'll admit it. I am super, super stubborn. Like when when it's my way, it's my fucking way. Yes, it is. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'd say I am fundamentally stable. I'm mm-hmm. a very like stable, mm-hmm. steady person. Yes, uh, practical. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, your sensual side takes comfort and pleasure very seriously. You appreciate nice things when they're useful and meaningful. Yes, yes. like I really like to spoil myself with like comfy things, yes. like nice blankets and candles, candles and that smell good.
2: Baths,
0: yes, bath bombs and yep. nice lotions and like anything that like makes me feel like luxurious yeah. and comfortable. Yes. And,
2: you always have like the next best thing. I would always come up just like check out this new face mask, like this new blanket. Like look at these yeah. socks. Like yes. so it's always something comfy and like mm-hmm. self-luxurious caring. Yeah. A robe. I'm whatever. all about that. I'm <laughs> all about that.
0: Um and I also have a Libra ascendant which makes me like that as well. Mm-hmm. So my son is in my seventh house. And it, according to CoStar, it means that I feel the need to distinguish myself from others through close relationships and long-term partnerships. That is very true. All of my, you know, real friendships and relationships are long-term and very serious mm-hmm. close relationships.
2: Yeah. I feel like you and I both are the type to have, you know, keep your circle small, but like really, really tight. And you yes. know, the, the friends, you don't have, a, I don't have a ton of friends, but the friends I have, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have really good friends. I've yeah. made sure they are you know, picked to be the prime friends I can have. And I don't really need to like have tons and tons of friends and like a giant friend circle to feel fulfilled. Oh, absolutely. No, I never really have.
0: Taurus is an earth sign. So I, I really do feel like I'm a down to earth person. Absolutely. Um, I really don't care about superficial things that much. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm pretty go with the flow. Yeah. About most things. And I'm not very judgmental, I don't think.
2: And you're very grounded, I would say. Thank you. Yeah. When I want to be. Sometimes I don't.
0: Sometimes I have anxiety and I feel like I'm not grounded.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But I I mean, grounded in the sense that's like, you're, you are very like assured of what you want, what you don't want, like Mm -hmm. the type of like lifestyle and values you have. You just are like. Set in those. Yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that.
0: What's very interesting is Tauruses end up having a lot of um, issues in their neck because every sign rules a different part of the body. And you can either have like, you can excel in that area or you can really struggle in that area, but you probably will have something going on there. So for Taurus, it's the neck and the throat. And I have a thyroid disease, Hajimoto's, and they say they're more vulnerable to colds and all that type of stuff and i definitely am mm-hmm. um i think that's really interesting that's one of the things that really got me when i first learned about astrology was like
2: what that's so crazy <laughs> yeah no it, it's really weird because i there's other people too where i've known like you know have specific health problems and i like somehow you know match their sign i'm like whoa yeah that's really really weird. That like you're strange? not the only one that i've like met ma- like figured that out mm-hmm. with it's crazy i know it's really really interesting
0: Oh, one thing that I can definitely say about myself is I am extremely resistant to change. I'm currently in therapy for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my triggers I had to write down the other day was change, how much it affects me and why, you know, understanding why that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say I am definitely that. Scared of change. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Affectionate, patient. I don't know how patient I am. Mm.
2: I've got ADHD. I think you're... Yeah, but I feel like you're relatively patient for others, like way more patient than I would say I am or Josh is for other people. I'm very patient when it comes to other people and
0: kids and stuff like that. No, that's true.
2: Yeah. You have a lot of patience, I would say. That's true. Like I would not consider you an impatient person. I don't like waiting for things, but who does? Who does? (laughs) That's true.
0: And the ruling planet for my son is Venus. I have a lot of Venus in my chart. That's why I have a Venus tattoo. Um, Because my sun, moon, and my rising are all ruled by Venus. Mm -hmm. That is the Roman goddess of beauty and arts, pleasure, and emotions. So that's just why I like all those fancy, luxurious things and like to treat myself with that.
2: Yes, (laughs) definitely.
0: And it also gives me some creativity. I definitely am somewhat of a creative person. Yeah, I would uh, say I'm so. not very artistic. It's hard. I always like combine the two artistic and creative.
2: Yeah, but you're extremely creative. I would I'm would say i
0: creative, but yeah, I like can't draw for shit or like make a painting or no. anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little thing for us it says Kendall. You have to learn how to feel good when you're alone while Janelle needs to learn when their pride is an asset and when it's an obstacle.
2: Ooh. Oh, no,
0: may feel like it's weighing you down. Friendship is serious. Be explicit. Oh, are we having friendship problems today? Uh oh. Says we might. Are we fighting? Are we in a fight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn how to feel good when I'm alone. Why is that so true? That's literally I can't the true thing I've ever heard.
2: And when you are alone, you're playing YouTube yes. or something 25 twenty five eight. Uh,
0: <laughs> I know. That's another reason I'm in therapy. I like hate silence and I hate I hate being alone, I don't like to even, I have to hear like a YouTube voice or a TikTok mm. or something. It's even like Even if we're hanging terrible. out
2: and there's like a bit of silence for a few minutes or I like walk away, I like hear you turn on your phone. Like, yes. I'm like, oh
0: my God. this. I is know, true. I know. It's it's like an anxiety thing. Like yeah. I just hate silence. And it's probably because the TV was always on when I was growing up. Like there was always yes. noise. And I just like background noise. Yeah. I don't totally. pay attention to it, but I fall asleep to keeps it. keeps you comfy. It's keeps bad you company. though. It's really annoying. It drives Josh crazy. <laughs>
2: anyway all right so leo that is my sun sign i'm a fire sign and i think one thing that's funny to start off with is the part of the body that's ruled by leo is the back spine and heart which is interesting because my back has hurt since i can remember like my back always hurts Mm -hmm. and the other day my friend who is in like cardiology and stuff she was She was looking at my spine, and I know that cardiology has nothing to do with that, but anyways, she was in the medical field. She was looking at my spine and looking at my alignment and said it was like totally fucked up. I would not be surprised. She's like, your back is messed up. Your hips are not Mm -hmm. even. Your spine is crooked. She's like, yo, what's up? You need to like get that checked out. And I was like, oh that and would explain a lot she
0: has been cracking her back since we were like like seven, since in first grade Like
2: fifth grade
0: or like, no yeah. like literally first grade <laughs> i was gonna say five time. years old but i said fifth grade yeah yeah it really has like we would have sleepovers and we'd wake up and she'd start cracking all her shit and it's i was really, like
2: whoa it's like the only thing that makes my back feel better like oh in the morning it's so
0: stiff well now that i have fibromyalgia i get that but when we were kids i was like how many people can like crack like this yeah you've always had some back issues yeah. for sure it
2: like might my- Upper back, lower neck always hurts, mm-hmm. whatever does that. This is not the time for me to talk about my ailments. <laughs> Bottom line is Leo's may have back problems and I do. <laughs> so moving on to some characteristics of said Leo. Kendall, why don't you tell us what the what the well, app says? Co star says that you are fundamentally
0: bold and proud. Mm. I think so. Yeah. I would say I'm pretty bold. You are very bold. <laughs> yeah. And you really grew into your Leonis. You were like a uh, baby lioness I as a was, kid. I was. I like, was like a scared little, little lion. bear cub. Yeah. Lion cub, I, mean. I was
2: really, really shy when yeah. I was young. Like, seriously. Very shy. But I know. I kind of grew out of that.
0: Yeah, you did. You got into dance. And yeah. that's what made you, I remember, like, really, like, got you out of your shell.
2: Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: You were very bold and proud of your dancing. <laughs> so it says they love attention and love to be cared for.
2: Think I think that? that's funny that I think one of the main characteristics mm-hmm. of Leo is like, you love being the center of attention? You love being the center of the yeah. party. But I, I would say that's accurate to some degree, I agree. but then also like, sometimes that's like the exact opposite of what I want. Yeah. Like sometimes, like I think it comes down to if I'm comfortable around people, if I'm in mm-hmm. like a close group of friends, then like, sure, why not? But if I'm like <laughs> alone or like at a, you know, like a party or something where I don't know a lot of people or, I don't feel comfortable, then like, please God, do not like, just, just ignore yeah.
0: me. <laughs> I think your moon and your ascendant play a lot into that. She has Virgo and Capricorn, which definitely you can be a little more shy socially with yeah. those signs. Um, because yeah, that's one thing I have known a lot of Leo's that are super, super outgoing, but not every Leo's like that. And Mm-mm. that's the shame with astrology is so many people hear this, like, you know, description of them and they're like, I'm not like that. Right?
2: It's not true. It's like,
0: not always how you think it is, you know, it's not so specific for every person.
2: No. You kind of have to look at it like different angles for it to make sense to you. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I would say that there's definitely other Leo's that I know that are like really do thrive being Mm -hmm. the center of attention, even when they're, you know, around people that they don't know well. And that is not me. That scares the shit out of me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. But at the same time, like knowing you, you have a ton of Leo qualities, like you're super fun and super like, lighthearted about certain things and like
2: childish childish <laughs> but in a
0: good way like you st- you're very
2: much in touch with your inner child yeah absolutely still i always joke that like my alter ego is like 12 year old boy <laughs> because yeah. i'm just like i do love yeah. like the immature stupid ass jokes even at the age of 25 <laughs> so. you really do <laughs> like I and think she loves hilarious. to make me uncomfortable as a tourist because oh, yeah. we don't like that
0: kind of stuff yeah no like
2: i'm like <laughs> s- i'm gonna be super like crude and say yeah. whatever and kendall always is like eh! yeah <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> but yeah i think it's definitely like i love to have fun that's i like oh if i'm not having fun then i yeah. like don't want to do it yeah you love to
0: have fun that's so true Yeah. I'm trying to
2: have fun i want other people to have fun mm-hmm. too mm-hmm.
0: it says that you have charm that you have the ability to make people feel better when they're blue and i definitely think that is very very spot on yeah
2: i um, think so
0: they know how to use their skills Oh, they know what their skills are and how to use them. Yeah. I think that's true. I would say that's true. And your son is in your 12th house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through privacy, secrets, and introspection.
2: Oh, introspection. What do you think? I, I would say that's true. And this sounds like so bragging and cringe, but I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but a lot of people have told me that I am an introspective person. And really? I think that that's very, I really love to let, I think that's why I love you know, psychology and counseling so much because I love to like look inside and, you know, figure out why people are doing what Mm -hmm, they're doing or mm -hmm. why I feel the way I feel. And, you know, really kind of looking in and, and and figuring things out and putting the pieces together. I That's something that I really love to do. And I think that I am. That is one of my strengths is the ability to do that.
0: I would completely agree with that. Janelle's been like low-key my therapist for the past six years. So.
2: <laughs> oh, that's helping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I finally
0: have my own now. But I mean, there's been so many times. That you've helped me from a, you know, a best friend standpoint, yeah, absolutely. not a therapist, but it's been almost like
2: therapy for free. <laughs> yeah. I should be charging. What the hell? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Um, okay. So going into our moon sign, let's just jump into yours. So Janelle's moon is a Capricorn. Um,
2: and this a moon sign is your inner part of yourself. Astrology is kind of like an avocado. I feel like, like you have your moon sign, which is yes. the core, Yes, you know, deep down, to the core and then you have your like fleshy avocado like the the fruit part that you Mm -hmm. eat which is a sun sign which i feel like is the personality like a very big chunk of you huge chunk and then you have your skin of an avocado which is your senate the first thing that people see about you first thing people notice about you Mm -hmm. kind Kind of the
0: mask you wear the mask you wear what
2: people might guess if they
0: barely know you exactly Um, so yeah, that's what a rising or an ascendant is. Those terms are used interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the moon, like you said, is the inner part of the avocado, the pit the <laughs> of pit. the avocado. <laughs> I think that's a great way to put it, honestly, that I've heard onion before, but avocado, I like that. Yeah. Um, so your moon rules your emotions, your mood and your feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's really who you are at a very core level. Um, oftentimes you can know someone's moon sign if you know them really well like i'm talking they're your best friend they're your sister they're your boyfriend girlfriend wife husband kind of situation
2: typically a lot of people aren't you know gonna show a ton of their moon sign off you know first time meeting someone right right or when they're uncomfortable in a situation or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be unless it's the same
0: as your son which for me it is yeah so i just i can't really like pinpoint which are my moon qualities, which are my sun qualities, because they're all the same thing. Right, sure. So this is likely the sign that you're going to think of yourself the most as. This is most likely, since you know the inner part of you, the one that you're going to identify with the most, sometimes more than your sun sign. Um, so yours is Capricorn, like we said, and that means that you reflect on your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable.
2: Yes, I do a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And I think... I'm very self critical in the sense that, like, when I am alone, I like, or not even alone, just in my own brain, yeah. I'm, you know, analyzing myself. And again, it's that introspective part, I think, that kind of overflows into my moon sign. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I can be really critical of myself, too.
0: Yeah, and Capricorns are definitely critical yeah. of themselves. Oh, yeah. Very, very hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. It's kind of known as like the cold planet. Like, oftentimes people that are Capricorns are described as like emotionless, which yeah. is really stupid. Yeah. It's not always accurate, but sometimes they can repress their emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is with Janelle. Um, I definitely know you as a very emotional person. Like, I've seen you cry plenty of times, and I know that you're emotional
2: about things, but you do repress it. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Yes, especially when I'm, you know, not around people who don't know me as well. Mm-hmm. It's funny, other people can be emotional. I was talking to you about this a few hours ago. Other pe- can, people can, you know, cry in front of me and be emotional and whatever. And I'm like, great, cry in front of me, don't yeah. feel awkward, yeah. totally fine. I don't like crying in front of other people though. <laughs> and I don't know why, because I'm like, mm-hmm. there's something ashamed of crying. There's no. nothing bad about that. But for some reason in my head, I'm like, no, you can't. you don't wanna cry on other people. Wait till you're home alone and then cry on your pillow. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> that's your Capricorn moon yes. for
0: sure. Hmm. They crave guidance and comfort
2: of a teacher or a parent.
0: Do you think
2: that? Um. Yeah, I would say, especially in my youth, like I. I mean, I was really attached to my parents in the sense that, like, they brought me a lot of comfort, and I had and like I had troubles, you know, being independent for myself, especially when I was younger. Like, I had yeah. major social anxiety. I was really really, bad. really shy. Like, we had kind of talked about, and so yeah, I think that's definitely can be accurate for sure. That, it's interesting too, like. That's why it's so
0: important when you do
2: read information
0: about your chart to think about this as a reflection of your entire life. Like Mm -hmm. I was saying in the beginning, you might eventually fit some of your qualities or aspects more than you do right now, or maybe you did as a child. Sure. It's interesting to think of it that way.
2: Yeah. I think depending on what life event you're going through currently can really bring out one sign, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Also, it's in your fifth house. So that means that you find security and safety through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Yeah, do you think
2: that pretty accurate? Yeah, I would say so. Creative, I don't know. I've never thought of myself really as a creative person. Like, uh, maybe, but self-expression, I I guess so. I'm very expressive, I guess you could say. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know, fifth house, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> and not so much. I don't know. Okay, so the book says in astrology, the moon stands for emotions, instincts, and the unconscious. Whereas the sun sign represents your will, the moon represents your instinctive reactions. In many ways, your moon personality is the one you keep hidden. I think that's very clear. Yes. Like you are kind of saying, unless you know that person really well, mm-hmm. you may not see a lot of their moon sign. Mm-hmm. The bright side of Capricorn moon, you are determined, responsible, disciplined, patient, and committed.
0: You know, I have seen a lot more of your Capricorn moon and your Virgo rising after working with you. Oh really? Yeah, because we grew up together. We just have fun Walking all the time. Around, yeah. Yeah. Like constant fun, which I I've always like been like Leo, she's such a Leo, she's such a Leo. <laughs> but then now that like I've worked with you and I see how like organized you are and like how um just like on the podcast, in a more serious setting, like yeah. how you play through logic, and mm-hmm. it's very earth like you have a lot of earth.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah, if you look at my chart, I'm actually mostly earth and water. Yeah, same here. Oh, actually, says- I don't have much water, I'm mostly earth. You are hella earth you and you got, got some air, fire in you a little air, a little fire. The dark side of Capricorn, rigid, pessimistic, opinionated, materialistic, and overreacting. I can definitely be a uh, pessimist. I was going to say pessimistic. Oh, Honestly, yeah. you've gotten
0: so much better since you've learned I about have, manifestation yes, and not speaking yes, out bullshit. I have. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, you're way more positive
2: now. It is. But, I, it is, though, very easy for me to slip into a negative complaining mindset. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I've definitely been a lot more... Hard working on trying not to do that because why the fuck would i do that what a waste of time and
0: that's the best thing about astrology is learning about yourself self-reflecting and then trying to make changes yes. like it's not an excuse to just be like oh i'm like this because i'm this. yeah
2: because i'm not sorry guys yeah. i can't <laughs> help it. i'm a leo <laughs> and then opinionated yes i am the one of the most opinionated people dude me too You will know my opinion, and if you don't like it, too bad. Same. 100%. All right, let's go into your moon a little, eh? Okay. According to the CoStar app, your Taurus moon means that you are very emotional in yourself and very romantic and sentimental.
0: I am. Yeah. I actually really am. Like, I have been, like... The type, I'm the type of kid that was fantasizing about my future husband and like,
2: yes. and like oh, I can't wait to have a family and have babies. Yes, and like, you yeah, were.
0: I've always yeah. loved that.
2: You're very <laughs> sentimental too. I am. I uh, Yeah, I really am. Deeply loyal to the people you care about. Yes. I'm like loyal to a fault. She's loyal to a fault.
0: It's sometimes really hard. like <laughs> I have trouble like standing up against people or like putting lo- people in their place if I'm super loyal to them. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, to go off of it, it continues to say... And you try hard to maintain security and stability within those relationships.
0: I do. Mm -hmm. I, like, don't like any conflict in my, like, true relationships.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really bothers you.
0: But if it's someone who's not really, like, part of my circle, I will, I mean, I'll destroy a bitch.
2: Oh, yeah. You'll destroy. (laughs) (laughs) I will
0: burn our friendship to the ground and cut the cord. Like, I don't care at all. No. But, like, my close friends, I, like, don't like to stir the pot at all or, like, have issues yeah yeah definitely or like my family yeah no
2: yeah it yeah i would say it brings you a lot like i feel like one of the key stresses in your life is if you have you know like family problems or something yeah mm-hmm. um let's see here you often feel powerless to fix messy situations but your way of thinking through those things is sensible and practical yeah i would say that's correct yeah and you uh i would say you are definitely like a fixer because again mm-hmm. you don't like when people are mad at yeah. you if there's conflict so i think you're like yeah the type of person who's like really trying to f- fix 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 which yeah. i've noticed that as you've gotten older though i think you've gotten a lot better being like it's okay to like sit in the issue and like mm-hmm. you know not resolve a problem right that away. exact night you know yeah. it's okay to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so yeah i would definitely agree with that
0: um i'm yeah a little bit of a people pleaser a lot mm-hmm. a lot of bit of a people a pleaser a people pleaser
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see, it's in your seventh house, meaning you find security and safety through close relationships and long-term relationships. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very similar to my, uh, son, you know, same sign. What does the book say? Uh, let's see here. Cause
0: co-star is pretty
2: simple. Yeah. Oh, I would say this one's very true. The book says your security is heightened by sharing your home and pleasures with the person you love and who in turn is devoted to you, which yes. I would definitely show you like you look for a true soulmate.
0: Yeah Mm mm-hmm 100
2: and i think that that's true even without like not just you and josh but like in general like you like sharing your home you like having you like being the one to host and being able to kind of like take care of people in your home Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no absolutely and yeah josh is similar to me in that way we're both Taurus, booned by the way
2: yeah definitely and i think that makes sense um and then it says if your son is in an earth sign as well which it is for you also Taurus mm-hmm. your remarkable endurance is underlined by the stability and persistence of a Taurus moon. This is an excellent combination to achieve success and material wealth. Hell. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can buy so more blankets. <laughs> <laughs> buy more blankets. Taurus buy more blankets. I yeah. have never
0: met a Taurus that doesn't like soft things
2: and blankets. I've never met a bitch who has more blankets than you. Like weighted blanket, fluffy blanket. What kind of blanket you want? She I got has the blanket. So many blankets, you guys. I'm not even kidding. Like every time I come over, it's a new one. She's like, oh, you got to snatch up this Amazon blanket it's a dupe for the expensive one <laughs> on, on Urban Outfitters. I'm like, only you would know this. <laughs> I take blankets very seriously. Oh my god, it's funny. Let's see what else here. A lot of it is the same as Taurus sun, kind of like what we talked about. Yeah. You know, one of the things the book talks about is you being like Taurus is being more conservative in the sense mm-hmm. that they're kind of like happiest with like a committed relationship or whatever, like not, yeah. not traditional. That, yeah. Traditional. Not to say that you're judgmental of people who are not no. living that lifestyle. No, anyway. I don't care. Like, you could give a yeah. fuck, but for you personally, I think it was really important to like have a committed relationship mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'm a very of,
0: like monogamous person.
2: Yeah, definitely you're like and you're very um what's the word possessive of the people you like oh yeah i'm really possessive yeah and i
0: can be jealous too yes. that's the thing that comes with being a taurus and we share that with our friend Scorpio or polarities mm-hmm. we are very similar in that way we definitely try to like own people mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah, you, you like, like to possess i employed you <laughs> oh my god like she's my friend she can never leave now <laughs> you're never gonna leave <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. But yeah, I can be like very possessive and jealous of the person I love. Like I don't even like to think about Josh. I don't even like to hear stories about girls from like (laughs) middle school. Like it'll set me off. I'm like, no, no other bitches.
2: I know John and I are like, I think it's, I love hearing about like his exes and all that shit. Like I'm the total, total opposite. Like I can give a fuck. I think it's hilarious to like hear about his old stories and like who he like hooked up with in high school and whatever. (sighs) I hate that. (laughs) I think it's hilarious. All right, should we move on to ascendant? Yes.
0: Okay, so again, ascendant is interchangeable with the word rising, um, and it's where the sun was rising when you were born. And it's kind of like the outer shell of the Mm -hmm. avocado. Yes, it's the (laughs) avocado skin. (laughs) A lot of people refer to it as the mask that you wear to society. Um, It could be seen in your personal style, how you come off to people when you first meet them, it also sometimes has to do with your physical appearance and can show up there. Some people say that it becomes less relevant as you get older. Your ascendant can be a lot stronger when you are younger, yeah. which is interesting. That's
2: really interesting.
0: Also, the ascendant changes every two hours. That's how often it moves. So that's why the time that you were born is so crucial down to the time zone. Yeah. Because it can make a huge difference in your chart. Mm-hmm. And your ascendant's a pretty big part of your chart. Mm-hmm. So Janelle's ascendant is in Virgo, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that you come across as precise, diligent, peace-seeking, and organized. Let us know if that's the way Janelle comes across from <laughs> the show that you've seen so far. I think so. I think a lot of people would be like, that's pretty spot on. Yeah,
2: especially if you don't know me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, very much so. They may seem a bit too attached to their work, to details, and the pursuit of perfection, which sometimes can make them seem a bit boring.
2: <laughs> ha, Maybe. I've never really thought of myself as a perfectionist per se. I'm on mean, something, okay,
0: Miss. I need to get straight A's or I'm gonna <laughs> die.
2: <laughs> That's literally Seriously, what I was like. Her last test,
0: I was like, "Why do you even care? Just get a B, like get just get a C and get out of there." That's what I would do. But no. she's like, "No, I've been working so hard. I've got to keep it up. I need a four-point <laughs> so out."
2: That's I'd say really that you, true. You might be a perfectionist, oh, shit, you know. You're right. I guess I am in some things. Yeah, some things I really am. But then other things, I'm like, eh. Yeah, if I
0: don't give a fuck. Yeah, you have to really care about yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, Janelle's ascendant is in her first house. By the way, the house of self, I believe.
2: I don't think we mentioned what planet Leo is ruled by. Oh right, it's ruled by the sun. Which yeah. in astrology, the sun is a planet. So mm-hmm. and so is the moon. Yeah, and so is the moon. Well, they're seen as
0: celestial bodies. They're just called planets. But yeah, yeah, right. F- exactly. Also, we didn't explain what a house is, and we've been saying house. Uh, it's it's very complicated to explain that fully, but it's basically what area of your life that sign or that placement is going to come out in the most. And Janelle's ascendant is in the first house, which is the house of self, um, appearance, outward, personality, it says that you think very logically, which is, you know, pretty spot on with Virgo. Yes, definitely. You appreciate finely tuned mechanics of sifting through facts and information, Finding the truth of the matter, introducing order and reason into almost any situation.
2: I like organization. Yeah, I would
0: say that's very spot on for you. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, probably why you got into psychology. Mm -hmm. You really do like to get in there. Figure out the why behind
2: things. You
0: do. And you do good at that. Thank you. Rising Virgos are rather fixed in opinion, but not so inflexible that they will not change upon careful review of opposing facts.
2: Absolutely. You were saying this the
0: other day, you picked a topic for one of your final papers where you had to (laughs) debate something. And then halfway through you like changed your mind on it.
2: (laughs) I picked a topic and I was like arguing the other side and then halfway through, I was like, wait a second. I don't believe this shit. (laughs) After I like did the research, I was like, wait a second. And then I like literally could not get myself to lie the rest of the way. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to restart it. (laughs) That's so hard. (laughs) But yeah, I would definitely say that I'm very opinionated, um, but I'm also willing to be proven (laughs) wrong, even Mm -hmm. though I don't love it. Um, I do like to know the truth more than anything, even if that means that I'm wrong.
0: says that one of your faults sometimes is your inability to put things into perspective and you can oftentimes get bogged down by small things
2: and lose sight of the bigger picture. Yeah, that can happen to me. Yeah, I think uh, part of my anxiety is like one thing will like set me off and I start tweaking out Mm -hmm. and then like a few hours later, my mindset will shift and I'll like start looking at the bigger picture and be like, dude, why the fuck were you Mm -hmm. freaking out Mm -hmm. so bad about that? Like chill. Sometimes it's hard to get... Yeah,
0: to look at the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You magnify the importance of a petty detail and then become rather resentful if others fail to see the insignificance. So you get frustrated maybe when other people aren't seeing the issues that you're seeing or freaking out about. Mm-hmm. Work is very important to you. You usually accomplish a great deal during your lifetime. Oh, hell yeah, accomplishing a lot. That's good, right? This is interesting. It says, often you are at war within yourself, both wanting things to come easily and needing to achieve solely through your own efforts. Control both of self and of events is what makes you feel secure.
2: Yeah, that would be really accurate, I feel like. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I would say that I want, like, I'll, like, be expecting a specific thing or, like, I want a specific thing, but I'm also, like, aware of the fact that I need to, like, you know, what I need to do in order to achieve such thing.
0: Mm
2: Huh didn't really ever think of it like that i think that's pretty accurate
0: you have charm and elegance that is difficult to pin down you're not always easy to know immediately you can have some shyness and aloofness especially yeah. when you're a kid
2: yeah definitely Well, that's really interesting because you were saying as you get older, your ascendant maybe isn't as prominent. Yeah. Wow. And I I mean, when I say I was shy, guys, like I was. Deliberating. I. Is that the word? Debilitating. Debilitating. (laughs) Deliberating. She was deliberating every day. (laughs) Every day. No, but it was. It was was debilitating. Like I would even, you know, we grew up 10 minutes away. When Mm -hmm. I was young, I didn't even want to like go hang out with her by herself in her Mm -hmm. room with my parents, like not there. And I was like so confused by her. Like, come on, Janelle,
0: let's go play. play. And I was like, no, I need to be attached to my mom's hip. Or your nanny. Like yeah, you my just, Yeah, there's like home video footage of her at my birthday parties. Yeah. Always like hiding in the back, yeah. like won't talk God, to I anyone, so holding antisocial. someone's hand, yeah. like just
2: scared yeah. for no reason all the time. Yeah, I'm, I, my parents when it was time for me to start kindergarten, or like when I could start kindergarten, they were like, "Yeah, no, we're we're gonna start her a year late because <laughs> she is not ready to go into school. She can yeah. barely talk to anyone. You were
0: really struggling." And then it's like you grew out of it like that. Yeah, all, all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, it says that as children, rising Virgos sometimes suffer from poor health. Happily, though, your health improves the older you get.
2: What I, do you think about that? I don't know. I f- I don't really consider myself, like guess, someone who is really sick. Honestly, I remember you being sick a lot as a kid. Like you yeah. and Anna Lee, your sister, were sick a lot. Well, I feel I've like. had
0: mono since I was in fourth yeah, grade. And well, I just found
2: out I have it again. Yeah, that's a whole different story. I'll talk more about that next week. <laughs> so maybe that's why. But yeah, I mean, I was. I, I've I've had strep like a million and a half times, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: you used to get sick a lot more, but yeah. yeah, nothing like severe. No. It says, later in life, rising Virgos frequently become property owners, often in a foreign country.
2: Hell yeah. Bitch, where are you going to get a house? Damn, where should I get a house, yo? Leave a comment down below. Let me know where I should buy one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Once I get the funds to do so one day. <laughs> it says, though,
0: success is often linked to dealings in traveling far from home.
2: That'd be cool. I'm down with that. I would love to travel far from home. Man,
0: That would be nice, right?
2: I'll travel literally anywhere at this point right now.
0: As physical appearance, it says that you tend to have a gentle oval face, eyes that sweep around a room and take in everything, and a body that gives the impression of frailty, but is also
2: actually very strong. I would say that's extremely accurate. Extremely accurate. accurate. Um, I don't know if you like if for any of you who have never watched this or don't really look <laughs> like I'm extremely skinny and look like you could probably snap me in half with your pinky. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but I do look you are frail, frail. Yeah. but I think that that's actually interesting because I think I am like actually stronger than I lead on. Like yes. I think some people are like, Oh, you wouldn't be able to pick that up. And then I do it myself and they're like, how could you do that with your little arms? I'm like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would say that your ascendant is a huge part of you yeah definitely and so those are the kind of the three most important ones that people normally look at at a birth chart right so we're gonna go through my ascendant too
2: yeah like we said there's 12 so it obviously Mm -hmm. gets way more complicated than this it goes Mm -hmm. into your you know mercury and your venus and your mars and your jupiter all the way down to each other and right how they all intertwine and what mm -hmm. each one means and functions and
0: trines and
2: we could be going for you know hours and hours and obviously if you guys like this we can do a lot more Uh of these episodes and you know, Or bring
0: our boyfriends in and yeah. rip their hearts apart. Yeah, 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 let's do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> our boyfriends, husband for me, I guess. <laughs> our Janelle's partners, boyfriend. our significant others. Whatever. Even though you guys our have men. been together longer than me and Josh, and we're still <laughs>
2: not married. <laughs> oh man that's hilarious yeah well what do you think i'm a leo Uh, leos also have commitment (laughs) issues and like can't make decisions and so do
0: sagittarius
2: which is what john is and that is why john and i have been dating for like 10 years and not are not married and we are still not even like talking about (laughs) it no we still
0: are like "Eh, whatever and me and josh are like the complete opposite as earth signs we're like Mm -hmm. all about commitment oh yeah yeah it's really obvious in our relationships (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's look at my ascendant my ascendant is Libra.
2: That's right. All right, let me read the little thingy, what it says. Pull it up. Yeah, let's read the co star app first. Your ascendant is in Libra, so you come across as compromising, courteous, and fair minded, though sometimes mm. passive aggressive.
0: Yes, I would say some people think
2: that. Yeah, and I would say you're definitely like compromising in the sense, not, well, actually, I don't know, a little bit because. I feel like you're very go with the flow and you don't like to make people mad, but Mm-mm. also you're a Taurus. You're stubborn. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. And you're going to get <laughs> what you want. But I think around people like you don't know as well and stuff, you come across like very like casual and kind of like, not like set in your ways on one way versus yeah, another. other. I, I like, try not to. Yeah. And I often do find myself like agreeing with people,
0: even when I don't, don't. just to like make them happy yeah. and like feel like we're on the same page. I never want to upset anyone if I start feeling like my opinions offending someone I start trying to be like well but on the other side
2: (laughs) (laughs) um let's see here you seem inclined towards balance in all forms aesthetic romantic and judgment yeah yeah I would say definitely I mean Libra is a scale if you didn't know so they're all Mm -hmm. about balance finding the balance Mm -hmm. and I would say that's very accurate for you I would think so too all right let's look what the book says here um, it says you have a natural grace, charm, and poise. You're extremely no. social minded and take pleasure in being with other people.
0: I do. Sometimes though. Sometimes I can be a major introvert.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. And you, I
0: don't like parties and I like to be around people that I really care about though. Like, yes. I like being around people.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. You're not like you're antisocial necessarily, but you're you would prefer to be in a small group of friends. Mm-hmm, yes. As would I. Um, let's see here. Libras fantasize about happy tomorrows and look forward to living them. You're a total dreamer. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: always dreaming like 10 years
2: down the road. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Whereas you ask me like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, don't ask me. I don't know. (laughs) I know. I
0: love to plan things out as far as I can.
2: (laughs) Um, Let's see here. It says one of your problems is that you are easily thrown into despair and depression, especially by downhearted and discouraging people. Yes. Uh, that is so accurate mm-hmm. i would definitely yeah, say so i'm currently trying to like explore that and figure out why that is mm-hmm. yeah it's hard With <laughs> the sign of balance like i said um let's see here you are optimistic your spirits are optimistic i would say that's yeah. generally pretty true mm-hmm. um you're born with a great sense of fairness and nothing angers you more than to see injustice go uncorrected
0: dude i am like I am the fairness queen. Like Guess I want everything are. to be like even and fair and like every yes one hundred percent fairness queen. Like I remember this is so random, but I remember watching this thing about it was I don't know how many people remember lamb chop. Lamb so chop. Creepy. I don't even know what it was that like is. This puppet lamb that like sang and Ew. they had a whole episode on fairness and about like splitting jelly beans between all these people and i was like this is amazing like and from then on i was like the, and i would sing the fairness song to myself all the time about sharing and fairness and equal
2: <laughs> oh my god that's amazing Yeah, you do love
0: a nice, fair and equal time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I I do hate injustices. I mean, I have a YouTube channel where I constantly talk about injustices. I was literally just about to say that. I just can't stand it. And that's why sometimes I'm really forward and opinionated, especially about like politics and stuff. I can be really like out there with my opinion because when someone's being mistreated or a group of people is being mistreated, that really, really bothers me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Says you like to travel. You like yes. new people and you like new projects.
0: I don't really like new people that much. No, no. new friends, but, but you um, like new projects. <laughs> I do like new projects, mm-hmm. and I love to travel. Yes, I love to travel, and I miss it so much. Yeah. COVID sucks.
2: COVID <laughs> does suck for many reasons. Mm-hmm. You are unhappy and single and fond of being married. Yes,
0: <laughs> I have always been uncomfortable being single. Like I've, I was like boy crazy when I was younger. Like, but I would end up in these relationships, and they would always be like at least five, six months, like oh, that's longer how term I was things. Too. I wasn't like dating, like can't be single in that sense where I just was constantly dating new people. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, You're I really t- crave a, a serious relationship and like loyalty from another human.
2: Mm-hmm. It says that you have a strikingly good looking face, graceful and Thanks. symmetrical bone structures and a radiant wow. smile. Yeah. Wow. And some Leo- Libra sentence can also be curvier. Yes, and I am, baby. Love
0: that girl. Hell <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. That's so funny that yours said that.
2: That actually is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, um, you look fragile and you look curvy. <laughs> correct. <laughs> That's exactly correct. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. It also encourages superficiality, jealousy, laziness, dependence on others, yep. and a weak will. Yeah, I would say all oh, that's
0: kind of accurate. Weak will. I mean, I don't I don't know. I would say I can be lazy for sure, but I also have serious chronic illness that makes me <laughs> lazy, so yeah. I don't like to call myself lazy because I am, you know, battling a lot. Yeah, you're tr- yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I can be lazy for sure. Like I will not do things that I don't want to do. Yeah, same. And um yeah, like especially in school. I don't know how much of it was just like trauma from having a learning disability and like hating school because of that. But yeah, yeah, I was just lazy about school. Would like cheat, read over summaries. Like I just, I took shortcuts through a lot of things like that. I can be lazy, like to get to the end result i'm not as much i'm definitely not a perfectionist
2: i am a work smarter not harder type of bitch same 100 <laughs> well I'm see like, i don't know though
0: about you because you went and actually tried in the end of college i my last <laughs> year dude i told you i was turning in bullshit i was turning in like because i was already on youtube and i was like yeah i'm not even gonna use
2: my degree yeah well i probably yeah. would have been like that too if i was if, like, maybe i wasn't gonna use my degree or anything like that yeah, i guess you were gonna but i think a no part way. of the reason why i was like so obsessed with getting good grades is because in high school and i guess in middle school if you want to call it that whatever i was like had not the greatest of grades. like i wasn't getting bad yeah. grades necessarily but struggled. i struggled for sure and it was mm-hmm. like i tried really hard but i struggled and then i was like you know i like, got diagnosed with the learning disability whatever blah blah, blah. but anyways uh-huh. in college i was like i i figured out I was like kind of good at college for some reason. I don't know why I was like good at getting good grades. So it made me feel good. And that's why I wanted to continue to do it to like prove myself. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, yeah, in grad school, I like became obsessed with having a four.
0: (laughs) Whatever. Well, (laughs) your, your partner is very competitive about scholastics. That's true. Yes. You two are always like competing about grades. Yeah, so. that's
2: honestly true. I mean, he wins in every aspect when it comes to grades. Holy wow, shit. Two
0: fire signs competing. Wow. Never heard Interesting. Of
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of all the book says about Libra Ascendant. Yeah, so
0: that's kind of it. Well, the rest of the chart is, I mean, a lot more complex. And, you know, a lo- actually, most, some of you will have a lot of the same placements as us because for signs such as like Pluto, for example, um, it, it changes every, what is it like? I don't remember. It's don't like years and years Many and years. years. So there's entire groups of people, time periods right. where it's like generations have the same sign. I think it actually, the generations match up with, I think, Pluto.
2: I think that may be correct, actually, because I'm pretty sure looking at like my mom had a different Pluto than like all of us and Mm -hmm. stuff.
0: I'm pretty sure that's it coincides with that.
2: And it makes sense because if you think about it like in in a scientific way, Mm -hmm. Pluto being the farthest, you know, quote planet, it's also moving incredibly slow. Mm -hmm. And so it takes a long time to go through each sign. And so that's why there's so many years between each sign when it comes to Pluto versus something that's a lot Mm -hmm. closer into the sun, which is quote the center of the, uh, the astrology yeah so just to go through the rest of our signs my pluto is in
0: scorpio my neptune and uranus are in capricorn my saturn is in aquarius my venus and my mercury are both in aries i'm also on the aries cusp i will note that um i definitely have some aries qualities mm-hmm. and then my mars is in cancer and my Lib- and my jupiter is in libra
2: okay yeah
0: so let's read janelle's
2: Mine is, so it's interesting because like we were kind of saying, the further out you get, your signs are typically the same. So again, my Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus are all the same as yours. Mm-hmm. Scorpio, so close Pluto, in age. Capricorn, Neptune, Capricorn, Uranus. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Saturn is Pisces. My Jupiter is Scorpio. My Mars is Cancer. And my Venus is Libra. And my Mercury is Leo. So I've got a lot of... Um, earth going on here mm-hmm. and a lot of water.
0: My strongest elements are earth and fire, mainly earth, um, but also some fire and some air, like I said, but I don't have too much water. But yeah, I mean there's just so so much you Got, can go into. Yeah, we like barely scraped the surface. Really truly did. Um so if there is any other topics in astrology you would like to see an episode on that you think other people would find interesting, let us
2: know we really want to get like some guests on here that actually know a lot about astrology and have studied this for a while. So Mm -hmm. that would be like our dream to have, but obviously that's not happening (laughs) for (laughs) the foreseeable future. (laughs) I know it's, if we were just talking about that,
0: Josh and I for mile higher guests, we're just so bummed because we don't have like the Uh. resources to test people. Do you hear Joe Rogan's actually testing people on camera?
2: Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's the smart thing to do if you're going to have guests. Unfortunately we don't, have the ability no. to do that <laughs> we're not joe rogan yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah it would be nice to be able to test people we just got to stay safe though yeah, absolutely
2: it'll be worth it when time comes mm-hmm.
0: yeah we definitely want to have guests on the show and you know i know of a lot of people that i think would want to come on the show and would be interesting for you guys yeah but anyway, let us know what you guys thought of this episode of The Sesh. Yeah. Like we said before, this is a variety show, so we will be doing new things every week. You never really
2: know what you're going to get from us. It's kind yeah. of a mixed bag. And because of that, we are up for all you know, yeah. just types of suggestions that you have. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you want to see, and we will yeah. definitely keep that in mind. Please leave them below. Yeah. That is super helpful for us right now. We're kind of
0: trying to shape this show that is like... All over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place, which is
2: kind of what we wanted it to be because we really want to be able to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Exactly.
0: I don't want to feel limited in this show at all. Like, I kind of feel limited on my other channels because I do try to keep them about true crime or, you know, the podcast. We have these set topics and we don't want to – that's why people are coming to listen to that. But this show is much more personal Mm -hmm. and – yeah just less prepared and more off the cuff and i really like this and i'm really enjoying this and me too i'm so glad that you guys have been so receptive and are you know excited about it and yeah it's just it's been a great week i mean we had so much fun reading the comments so so much comments all week oh my gosh um our discord page everyone on there has been awesome if you if you're not in the discord Mm -hmm. definitely check out the link
2: in the description box yep discord's been really fun it's so cool to be able to like talk to people personally you just feel way more like personally yeah. connect like a giant group chat it it's is really fun on there it's so really definitely fun. join if you have Yeah, it. we have a
0: big brother section if you're into watching big yeah brother.
2: big brother we should just do like an entire episode of Big Brother. <laughs> i know kendall and i are like obsessed with big brother yo. yes we are we are anyways we're getting off topic now but thanks again <laughs> for joining us we are super excited to you know each starting this podcast and Hopefully you know? it just goes up from here. Let's yeah, see where it goes. We're excited to see what we will get into. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will see you on the next sesh. But, but until, until then,
2: keep it fresh. fresh. This year, make your holiday dreams come true at TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods. The shelves are super stocked and the prices totally rock. Cashmere sweater for mom? Check. A remote-controlled car? Check. The perfect handmade chessboard for your genius BFF? Check and mate. And that's just the beginning. Stores near you are packed with amazing gifts, so you'll spend less and gift better. Endless selection. Great prices all season long. At your TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods.